Hey everybody, it's Drew from Sleep With Me, and I'm believe it or not, I'm live here uh, from Golden Gate Park, recorded live, uh, and I've got a little announcement. We're teaming up with a podcast app called Spoke to give you two exclusive episodes. Spoke is a new audio platform made by SiriusXM that creates podcast playlists to help you find new shows to listen to. The Spoke team handpicks the best moments from tons of podcasts and creates playlist clips so you can try a bunch of shows out and find something new to love. Each playlist has its own topic or theme. You could try out the Music Decoded playlist with clips all about unpacking and analyzing music, uh, or Slice of Life, which is all about the crazy or incredible things that happen to everyday people. Also, Spoke has fun, exclusive content from Farrell. And that's why I'm here live at Golden Gate Park. I just concluded uh, recording one of these episodes that's only going to be available exclusively on Spoke. I'm lying here in the grass. Uh, you definitely do not want to miss these special episodes. Download Spoke now. It's free in the App Store or on Google Play. And be sure to check out all of Sleep With Me's exclusive Spoke episodes. You can find them all at Spoke.com slash sleep with me that's spoke.com slash sleep with me check it out uh and i'll see you in golden gate park at stowe lake bye feral audio corrections and amendments from our last episode the city of Petaluma, California gained unwanted international notoriety in 1993 when 12-year-old Polly Klass was kidnapped from her slumber party and then murdered. Her assailant remains on death row. The Phoenix Theater in Petaluma, the location of Neutral Milk Hotel's farewell concert, was also the site of legendary ska punk band Sublime's last concert in 1996. Petaluma remains a popular film location. American Graffiti Cujo, Peggy Sue Got Married, Basic Instinct, Scream, Pleasantville, and The Tree of Life are just a few of the films shot there. Famous people from Petaluma include film critic Pauline Kael, comedian Karen Kilgariff, singer-songwriter Norman Spirit in the Sky Greenbaum, actress Winona Ryder, and baseball journeyman Johnny Gomes. The Javelin and the Lance are both pole weapons. The Javelin was designed to be thrown while a lance remains in the hand of the combatant. The episode of Parks and Recreation that mentions neutral Milk Hotel is entitled Road Trip, written by Harris Whittles and directed by Troy Miller. It first aired on NBC May 12, 2011. And finally, regrettably, our first correction of a correction. The lead singer of Jellyfish is named Andy Sturmer, not Andy Sterner. We regret this mistake and apologize to the entire Sturmer family. Hello, welcome to another episode of Human Conversation with Erin McGathy and Wayne Fetterman. Uh, welcome, Wayne. Are we started? Let's start. All right. Well, for those uh, listening, I'm Wayne <laughs> Fetterman and sitting directly across from me, how many feet away would you say you are? I'm going to say four and a half. Hmm. That seems like at least six to me. Really? Well, if, if I'm six two, do you want me to lie down right now? I'm six two. Uh, just think. Just I'll, think. I could lie down. No, no, no. I'm, just, I'm not going to make you. But I'm just saying it's more than six. Because if really? I lie down, I guess I'm bad with this. But yeah. we'll do it. <clears throat> you want me to lie down? Yeah, do it. Your feet. You got to go closer. Your feet are not at the. Got to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the way. Okay. Is this going to be a good podcast that we're starting out with? <laughs> Physical so things. Okay, six. you're right. Well, I, I mean, I don't even, I don't know what's real anymore. You just, doesn't, there's no shame in being bad at depth, distances. Depth perception. Yeah. I was just, so, I was so clumsy as a kid. A doctor said that I had a severe inner ear imbalance. Imbalance? Yeah. That like the inside of my ears. Were not balanced. Are not balanced. Because I was running into stuff all the time, which I still kind of do, but not as not as bad as I used to. Did that change when you hit puberty? Um, no, no, it didn't. I think it got better. I think I got a little better at it and a little less addicted to people laughing at me when I ran into things. 
Wait, addicted? Yeah, in uh, junior high. Um, and I feel like I may have talked about this on a podcast before, and I'm starting to get annoyed with myself saying that. But I'll just tell you, I when I was in middle school, starting with like being 10 years old, <clears throat> yeah, I would run into things all the time accidentally. But then people started thinking it was a bit, funny. A bit, yeah. Yeah. And then I would do it sometimes on purpose. Ah, for the attention. Mm-hmm. And for the laughs, for the, the sweet laughs. laughs. Yeah, the approval. Yeah, yeah, the approval. I might as well be the funny girl. Right. Yeah, Fanny, Bra- well. Fanny Bryce style. Yeah. Don't <laughs> rain on my parade. Loved it. People uh, people who need people are the luckiest. They're How lucky people. are they? They're so lucky. <laughs> you need a person. I still don't. Funny Girl is one of my favorite, <laughs> favorite movies, and I still do not understand that song. Can you explain it to me? Like, yes. I think you brought it up on the last podcast that we didn't talk yes. about it. But... No, we did not talk about it. No. I, is it just, I mean, because she needs people. Yeah. So why is she saying people who need people are the luckiest she's people? Saying, like... She's saying, don't be an island. Don't be a rock. Don't be a, like. Right. Be codependent. Be totally dependent. Be in a place where you can't no. make yourself happy and you need someone else to. <laughs> yes, that's what it seems like. To reaffirm you as a as a good person so you can go. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But and how also, about this? why how about does she this? sing it in that about, book? Do you remember when she sings it in the movie? Um, is it after he breaks up with her? No. It's like in the beginning. I just saw on, that movie. So they we're, just talk, the we're talking about Funny it, Girl right? starring uh, Barbara Streisand and Omar Sharif. Who's passed away, correct? Just passed away. He did? Okay. I did not know that. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. But I think Omar Sharif just passed away. Not okay. only a great actor, I think a uh, bridge master. A bridge master? Not Why, building I, bridges. The game bridge that little the ladies car- play? It's 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 a very complex. And how could you game. be a bridge master? That's like being a mahjong. No, no, no. Majesty. All right. I hope I'm getting that right. We'll find a out. Bridge we'll find, we don't look up things on the show. <laughs> By the way, if you're, you're maybe just... he's a card master. No, 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 no. The game of bridge. I'm ninety-five percent sure. Five percent. Fascinating. Cause... I don't know anyone who's a sp- who's who's aspired to be great at bridge. Well, it, I feel like it's a generational thing. That game. Like, I don't know anybody my age that plays but that, bridge. But was that like a cool thing? Like your parents like, Not oh, really well, cool... you know, Mr. Henderson is great at bridge. Yeah, I, my... I always thought it was like a like kind of a what a, a sad housewife activity. No, bridge? Oh, my God. There were bridge clubs. I thought it was like nuclear and... family. Yeah, that was a- 1950s. It is. Woman is uh, fulfilled by a new washing machine, supposedly, but she's not actually, but that's- that's. It's an extremely advanced, there's actually two versions of Bridge, but the higher version is like an extremely advanced mental game. Like it was a real- Well, and correct me if I'm wrong, Bridge is the game where you pile cards into uh, (laughs) a structure and then you make it so you can cross your fingers across it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's- uh, you don't want to blow on it because it'll all tumble down. <laughs> Wayne, I was listening to our podcast this weekend, and I realized. Wait, that... by the way, this is Aaron McGathy. I don't think. Oh yeah, I'm to... Aaron McGathy. This is the great Aaron McGathy. You're listening. Uh, oh, to the it. great Aaron McGathy. Go ahead, go ahead. Just uh... to put a little more pressure on you. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to our podcast this weekend, and in what, where, where were you? In Austin, Texas. How? At the inner, uh, through my phone. Like, were you sitting? At, like, where? Like, how? Oh, what was I doing? Or just where? What? Like, I was to... in my hotel room. Mm-hmm. I was uh, getting ready for my day. I was moving very so slowly because it was afternoon. Uh, it was af- the afternoon. We yeah. did a lot of did a lot of uh, heavy partying this weekend. That's shocking for someone like you. <laughs> I know you like to stay on the DL. You'd like to take it easy, get to bed, in bed yeah. by 1030. I was hanging out with uh, fellow, day. fellow Feral Audio podcaster, Duncan Trussell. Yes, I know him. And his lovely girlfriend, Cora. Of course. And my friend, Derek Waters, who's host of Drunk History. Yep. And uh, my husband, Dan Harmon. And Justin Roiland, uh, creator of Frickin' Boy. This is just a whole <laughs> yes. name drop, I guess. But these oh are all very God. good friends. We had a great, we had a great time. Okay. We organically uh, did something I have not done since uh, elementary school. And that is? We put makeup on the boys. Oh, Louis C.K. style. Well, not you're referring to an episode of <laughs> yes, Louis C.K. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where uh, his his girlfriend a... wants him to dress as what she's turned on by it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who is your? I know her. I know her. Okay, I know her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, but it wasn't. It, we, we weren't doing it because we were 
turned on or maybe I don't know. Have you ever done anything like that? Uh, in a in a in a sexy way. I know that's no. very. If it's too personal, just say you're over the line. Step no. back. Step back from the line. <laughs> uh, there's chalk on your feet from the line. Step back from the line. Not line. too personal. Not too personal. You know, I think by my first boyfriend, like we had a couple couple uh, uh, eyeliner, eyeliner times. exp. Uh, Expositions. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Explorations. Uh, Explorations. Expedi- yeah. Yeah. I learned our expeditions. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's interesting. No, yeah, I've, I've never had- And we didn't even do it for pictures. You know, we do so many things this day now, and age for Instagrams and whatever. Wow, we did you it- are real. You love to look at the culture and comment on it. You really are. <laughs> <laughs> Something that happens today. <laughs> Everyone's taking pictures. I've never realized that. But now that you say it, right. that's, that right. is correct. And I understand why you're razzing me. But <laughs> but you but but isn't that kind of like and this is sad that this is novel, but isn't that kind of impressive and amazing that it was just like an organic Yeah. Oh, oh see, thing? you're complimenting yourself. Uh, that was group. impressive. The group. You mean I'm your whole crew? The group. We weren't on our. F- we impressive. we weren't we weren't just doing it. I mean, I I had a party uh, through a party last year, which was yeah. a second annual mermaid party, which I was very excited about. Oh, I don't have we did we? I don't think we talked about the first mermaid because I know about your bachelor slash bachelorette parties. Mm-hmm. This is mermaid, I, which I just had one. Right, you just said for the bachelorette. Yes, I That's... was not at. The bachelor party, though my bachelorette party was, I, I, we, we did for a the lot of show, cross-dressing. For the show, bachelorette. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yes. Yes, for the show, yes. That's what I was talking about. And this right. is for the movie Mermaid? This was a uh, an all-female party where I invited mermaid. all my girlfriends over and we dressed up like mermaids and then we watched The Little Mermaid and it was <sighs> a very like- Spontaneous. Oh, thing. I do. We did talk about this. We did. Yeah, talk, yeah. Because yeah. I know I love a lot of those songs. We talked about part of my world. Part of your world. Oh, that's the name of that song. Yeah, because you was, you know, why would she be singing? I want to be a part of my world. Okay, you don't but have I to beat that... me up. You don't have to beat me up. <laughs> I just got it wrong by one word. I mean, <laughs> but it's you know, it's a whole the key. Thing of the song. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but we. I love so my own medicine coming back at me. <laughs> we're all so we're wonderful. all very excited uh, to have another another mermaid party. And you're going to watch the, the same movie. Well, the next year we watched uh, we Beauty watched and the Splash. Beach? Oh, the okay, next mermaid. Year. okay. It was the mermaid sense. party. Yeah. But because everybody spent so much time on their costumes the second year, and they did the first year too, which was really impressive because I sent out an email on like a Thursday and the party was on Friday and people really went on. They out. rallied. They rallied. Yeah, they rallied. And when you send out that it is just a personal email or is it Evite or the paper post? It's a personal I don't I don't mess with that Evite. You don't touch the Evite. I don't touch the Evite. Because don't touch of the what? The post. ads? The ads are offensive? No. Too much trouble. <laughs> Too much trouble. I don't know. Maybe it's laziness. I, I just like people. No, it's not. It's not laziness. I like. <laughs> I like people interacting yeah? with me directly. And then also, if it's like, not you... an evite, then it's less of a thing. And so I don't take it as because I like hosting stuff. So if it's an evite, it's like a thing. I got you. Now I basically you... sent out an evite for my wedding invites. Like I didn't even send out real wedding invites. I went through like a and that worked out. Website that yeah, worked out. Worked out just fine. Let me ask you a question. When you do this group wedding, excuse me, group party situation, maybe mm-hmm. on a Thursday for a Friday screening, hey, we're going to watch this movie that has a mermaid in it. Uh, <laughs> do you blind CC? CC or put everyone's address in the top? Depending on the number of people. Yes. If it's 10 or less, I will CC. CC. So uh, who, who is less. the top one? Who is the, the top one? The two. What do you call that? The address box. Sure. Um. I don't know. It's it's random. I, I don't. I don't usually think about that. Do, you don't do because some people do it to themselves first. Oh, it's to me. Yes. Yeah. I see what you're saying. When it's blind CC, I do it to myself. I thought you were saying when it was CC. No. When it's CC, you're saying. But CC is a little different than everyone in the address box. There's address box CC blind CC. <laughs> right. Um, and our podcast just got canceled. No one cares by, about it. By God, because no one's going to do it. Like we've had we're going to get hit by lightning. Okay. Um, yeah, you I guess the answer to the question is myself. But at that second party, yeah, because everybody was so excited about their costumes and stuff, every we just it was it, it it was fine, but it was a little boring because everybody was just 
taking pictures, like taking uh, selfies and like, cause we're all in these beautiful costumes course. and I dressed up the house, like the ocean and I made this beautiful backdrop with a couple of friends and then there, you know, then it was just, uh, it was just a picture thing and it was kind of joyless. So wait, are you saying the picture taken, taking, mm-hmm. not taken, <laughs> the picture taking activity sucked the joy out of that party? Because it became it was a the joy entire joy act to me. Because it became the entire party. And did you lament that? To my to my co-host Kimber, yes. Oh, I know Kimber. Yeah. Yeah. But no one else knew. You put on a brave. Face. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't. And it's not. I wasn't miserable. I was having a fine time. But like by the end of the night, I was kind of like, huh. Like that could have been that could have been more fun. I think people because it also like it starts if if everybody has their phones out, there's mm-hmm. a vibe that starts to get created where yeah. people aren't I... even really having conversations anymore because you can get very can it, it, because let's come up with the word for that. What happens when it's the, when it starts the photo spin out of control? Like everyone pa- has their big passive hanging. I don't know. Like when you're passive hanging. Well, because what happens is then people are people start to feel socially anxious about interacting with each other because everybody's on their phones. And so it's like, okay, our activity tonight is like being on our phones and taking pictures. So and it's fine to have like a photo taking thing. And I'm not opposed to taking pictures at all. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. (laughs) Glad you cleared that up because we were all like, you see it both? I'm not not one of these people that like at the beginning of the night is going to pass around a bread basket and everybody has to put their phone in so we can really like be in the moment. Like I I think there's a, there's an in-between where we're taking pictures, but we're also like hanging out. And so, and most of the best nights ever you forget to even take out your phone, or you I don't agree even, with the, or you I don't even want to take out your phone because you're like, I don't want to like be outside of this moment for a second. So I, I, you're now singing my tune. <laughs> you're singing my people, my people, my song. Yeah, people who need people. So, yeah. so funny girl. Yeah, she sings that song at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> when she sings oh, it after, she sings it after their first date. Maybe she even sings it to him. No, 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 no. I know. She's he comes to visit her. Yeah. He comes to visit her in the shtetl, right? Yes. After she, he comes to her show. Yeah. She kills the it. Broadway he's Follies. The, yeah. I mean, the Ziegfeld Follies. Right? Uh, I is think she it's, in the Ziegfeld? No. She is, but this is pre-Ziegfeld Follies. This is, doesn't he recommend her to Florence Ziegfeld? Yes. By the way, so quick sidebar. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget what you're saying. Okay. I'll try. Florence Ziegfeld, mm-hmm. big hero of mine. <laughs> was married to the woman who played Glinda, the Witch of the N- North, oh. uh, on, in The Wigfield? Wizard of Oz. Wigfield Brown? Wigfield Brown. And she a, became Wigfield Ziegfeld. Ziegfeld. <laughs> no, but her name was Billy Burke. Ah. So Florence was the guy. Billy was the girl. Fun. In that relationship. Very go fun. back. Go back. <laughs> go back to what you were saying. I wish I had not interrupted no, you. No, that's... <laughs> I, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Like when I was a kid, I always thought that was amazing. Like, yeah, because I never, I've never met a guy named Florence in my life. Right. And and the and the, the uh, nickname for Florence is Flo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so she, uh, yeah, it's maybe it's after the Ziegfeld thing. Anyway, she's wearing this beautiful sequin dress, uh-huh. and he is backstage and she's like, it's the first time they've like had a romantic night. There's a moment. And she's yeah. like, I'm sorry, I have to go back. My family is throwing me this party. This is so embarrassing. I'm sure you don't want to go. And he says, no, I do. I, I want to go. I want to go. Yeah, that sounds like Omar Sharif. <laughs> Hi, yeah, I'll go. We'll see. I'll play bridge. Um, play so they, bridge? They go back to the shtetl. Yeah. And, uh, and her mom... Who does her mom? Is that really a shtetl? It's the I don't even Lower know. East Side is the Lower East Side. Okay, so they. Uh, I've never heard that word before. Shtetl. What does that mean? Shtetl? I assumed it meant like like meant, your neighborhood. It, it actually meant like where the Jew, where the Jews, as you know, because I did we did our my DNA thanks mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where like it was kind of like the ghetto for Jews in Europe, where they lived in the shtetl. It was like their own but little without the negative connotations of a ghetto. Yeah, I think it's pre-word ghetto. I think it's okay. pre- it's like a Yiddish word that just means like the lower class Jewish community where they all like kind of hung out and were 
peddlers and things like that, the shtetl. So uh, gotcha. a lot of people call the Lower East Side like the United States shtetl, but it's probably <laughs> not an expert on Jewish immigration, but I think that shtetl was specifically Europe or Russia. Gotcha. Like that's where they would live. Like okay. they couldn't live in the regular cities. They were like, you're in the shtetl. Jew. <laughs> hey, Jew, get over there. So, so <laughs> Jew, get over there. Get over there. But you just said Jew ghetto. Yes, over there. that's interesting. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. Sorry. So um, I so so they go back to her neighborhood. That they yeah. have this great night, and everybody is so amazed by how uh, beautiful this man is. That's interested in their Fanny, who they've always they said was like, like unattractive but talented. Right. And uh, I, her her mom is suspiciously Italian Irish. <laughs> and, um, he so I guess yeah he kisses her and leaves and then she sings. Are you sure he's not there? I think she sings I don't it think to so. herself. She sings it, but but regardless, she sings it on a night when she's like, oh, I'm 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 so I'm so in love. Like it would be it would be this. It's the song. It's the same place that like in My Fair Lady. Um, Eliza sings, I could have danced all night. Like, it's like the the night that you meet somebody in these and musicals. And you're just these walking on air. You're, you're walking, walking on, on air. air. Yeah. But instead she sings um, People Who Need People, the lyrics of which are um, people, people who need people, are the luckiest people in the world. Wait, I have to sing it. Sorry, wait. People, people who need people are the luckiest people. Watch out, Barbara. In the world. Uh, with one person, one or a, one very special, a special person, person, a feeling deep in your soul. Yeah, says you were half. Now you're whole. Yeah, you... no more hunger and thirst. Because you're thirsty. Well, first, be a person, person who needs people, people who need people. But she's not. Before that, she's not. Lovers are very special, special people. people. I don't know. Isn't doesn't that isn't that the second? Uh, I don't think, I think so. Oh, we're on, baby. <laughs> I believe it is. Lovers especially. But I think the idea Two of the song, I think the idea of it was it's more of a romantic song, like the best way to go through life is sharing it with somebody. Right. But here's the weird that thing. That it enhances the whole thing. Here's now, the weird if, thing. Now, if you've ever met is, someone so who was she married. Singing, is she singing a song celebrating her shortcomings? Because she, in the beginning, before that, she sings um, one of my favorite songs, uh, "The Greatest Star," where she's singing. She's singing to. Um, she's singing to the world, and she's also singing to like this this Booker saying like, "the that song." That's the song that starts with, "I got thirty six expressions, sweet yeah. as pie and tough as leather," and that's six expressions more than all those Barrymores put together. Instead of just kicking me, why won't you give me a lift? Sorry. Well, it must be a plot because you're scared that I got such a gift. Uh, fun fact, sad yeah. fact, sad fact about me. Uh, in that movie, she sings that like in an empty theater. Right. And um, every opportunity I've had to like when I used to do like more plays and like audition. Theater, Is that your audition song? No, I've never sung it in an oh. audition. Um, but I like when I was in college, like whenever, like I had a habit of like sneaking into empty theaters so I could do that. Oh, <laughs> have that's that. cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I re- I think that's good. Well, that's nice. Can I sidebar that? But anyway, she needs in that song. Yeah. And then she needs people. She already needs people. And then she has this great night with this guy. And then she's like. She's a comedian performer. I know. But then she sings a song called People Who Need People Are the Luckiest People as if she's not one of these people. Like as if she's like lamenting the fact that she doesn't need anybody. But she does. She needs everybody. And she needs this love and she needs and the whole movie's about codependency because she like at the like he sorry, he's a gambler and he has a gambling addiction Mm -hmm. and she lets him like uh, tell her that she's not worth that much even because she's making more money than him and she kind of like she changes her her life because she because she loves him so much or she thinks he does and then when he goes to prison for gambling and he's lied to her she stands by him and then he eventually leaves her because he's so ashamed of herself himself and he's lost all respect for her because she has given her life she's too clingy to him. she's too clingy well because she's she's codependent Oh, so maybe that's what the song is. It's like 
she really believes in her codependency. Because <laughs> it's straight I up never thought of it that way. I thought it was simply as just like, yes, obviously the line, people who knew people, sounds codependent. It is codependent. It is codependent. But I think if and you go- And her character is codependent. But later on, the part you were saying when you got into the low voice part, where uh, means you're half, now you're whole, or whatever that part. Which is- a codependence mantra. Of course, but it also is a romantic notion that the best way to enjoy life is with someone as opposed to yourself sure. holding Co- someone's the idea hand. Of like so so many love stories in in movies are codependent. Yes, yeah. that is like but I very feel like romantic. You're making, I feel but like that's you're... that's the way that's the way that people get screwed up. Like I'm constantly struggling with that. Like the whole like you're ha- you're half then you're whole. Like right. that doesn't make for a good partner if you're walking around saying like I I really need like I'm a half person all I need is like so somebody else So when somebody to said me. if would you say Complete me? When you when you're looking for somebody else to co- complete you, yeah. no one can complete you. Only even you Tom can Cruise, complete you. Even Tom Cruise coming in, you had me at hello, all of that. So any well, that's rom- not you complete me. What is you complete me from? That same movie. Who says it, Renee? I be- oh now 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 I've said it. I believe. Does Cuba say it? Does he say show me the money? <laughs> complete you complete me. me! Money! Did Money win, completes me! Did he win an Oscar for that role? Yes, he oh did. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh-huh. And he can now be seen in Snow Dogs for President. Uh, no, we talked about him. He was in a, he was in Selma recently. Uh, yeah, um, I, so yeah. you complete me. I feel like it is Renee Zellweger. Okay. I know you're you're looking down. At she the... says, "Well, I'm looking down because I'm thinking." Yeah. She she says you had me at hello. Right. That's the scene. He where... says you complete me, and then she says you yeah. have me. You had me. Yeah, at hello. yeah, yeah. But it's the same. Which I is believe like, girl, it's a... don't give up your power. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess it is a struggle in romance. I mean, I've ne- again, I've never been married. You've been married. But you are you've married. You've essentially been married. Yes. Yeah. You've had been in very long distance or long. You've been in long distance <laughs> relationships, so you've been married, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not a Freudian slip, though it sounds like it. Um, uh, you've been in long-term relationships, but that. So, so now I'm thinking, like maybe. But that's all but romance they must have is. Written, they must is have there any other song. romance? What do you mean that's, that's all romances? I'm no, saying that's rom- all. That's all romances as it's sold. Like, I need to find someone to. I need a prince. I need. Um, someone to share my life with. I need. Well, I think there's also there's and this is need. This isn't depicted in movies as right. much, because also in romance, it's like it follows it follows the uh, the hero's journey or the story circle, or whatever. Like the like you're you're at a deficit for something or like you need to change something. And that no, is I that think the word like, I think the word you're hung up on, and I hate to use the word hung up in this gen, in this decade, but is. Uh, <laughs> Ever since the Ever telephone since the wars of yeah, yeah. 1992. Uh, is, uh, is need. I think you're oh, giving that too much. I guess she's saying need, but, if but she, she, and she she's basically that. saying wants. But that, but that character, she ends up like totally proving that she believes what she's saying in that song. But I think that there's Did you also... ever see Funny Lady? Yes, which is so sad. That you saw it? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I no, thought it was a legitimate movie. <laughs> it is, but it's 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 depressing, the movie. Um my you know my favorite song from that movie? The only notable song. I don't even know what that's called. The only notable song. No, I'm saying I think your favorite song is probably the only memorable song from that movie. Is that how lucky can you get? No. What, what are the other it? songs from that movie? I don't know. You've seen it. I saw. I've seen it in a while. There's one song in it that's that I remember being. Was it like a? Uh, yeah, there is. There is that big song. There is that like. Don't I rain don't on, think it's that. There's one, a right? "Don't Rain on My Parade" kind of song. Don't. don't, don't. Yeah, I love that. I mean, well, oh god, I'm just now realizing. Like, I have loved that. that just movie, so you know, I just want to make a note. That movie is the source of all of my. I'm watching the problems. NBA Finals and the NHL Finals right now. Let's continue. I just want to <laughs> throw that out there. Are you saying that in case there's somebody yes, listening yeah. that like hates musicals? Just somebody out there. Just, <laughs> I know Tampa Bay is up two to one, and uh, it's one to one tie. Well, Wayne, I feel like I really just have like a, a huge aha moment as a human being. Let me hear it. Um, before I say it, I want to make my point that I was going to say earlier that 
You said that like that's how love is depicted in movies, like in books, up. in movies, in I know, Shakespeare, I know. And you're and right. all of and you're it. Right. And you're right. And you're right. But there's also there's also I think the like more appropriate love is also sometimes depicted, which is that where there are two where uh, I'll tell you. Uh, in yeah. in a little play called Much Ado About Nothing and several other things where two people are their own person. They um, are whole people who challenge each other in Much Ado About Nothing, Benedict and Beatrice. And there's a reason why their names are so similar is because they are neither of them is at a deficit. Mm-hmm. They both think that they're they, they love themselves um, and then they're challenged by this other person. They're frustrated by them. And then what they learn in the end is, oh, okay, I've met my match. I've met the person that's going right. to challenge me to get better and Taming better. Taming of the shrew. I get it. Right. Instead of the, like... In, uh, in, I know I'm half. What? I, I'm half a person without you. Instead of, like, Hamlet, where, like, Ophelia's, like, I need, like... I I need you and my I can't possibly like I can't. Be what about Romeo and Jewel? I don't know her name, but Romeo. <laughs> you, you're the worst. <laughs> I don't can't remember Julie something. <laughs> you're so stupid. Um, what about those for the, two? For the listener, I'm not saying I understand this. <laughs> oh boy. We now interrupt human conversation to bring you human interaction where Aaron and Wayne talk about you. All right. Sorry to interrupt and sorry to apologize, but this is the portion of the show where we interact, and we call this... Human interaction. Because you are overwhelming us with these great thoughts about the show and what you think, what you're thinking. So we want to read and share them. And let's start with an electronic M. All right. This goes to our email address. This is from our email. Thank you for your emails. Uh, all right. This is this is to our email address, Human Conversation podcast. podcast at gmail.com. This is from Eric. Eric. Hey, Eric. Uh, hi, Aaron and Wayne. Hello. <laughs> I want to first start this email off by apologizing for having to ask for the email through Aaron's Twitter. Also, I apologize if this email is slightly frantic in direction. No problem, I like Eric. this guy. We love to apologize on this show. Go ahead. I thoroughly enjoy listening to your podcast weekly. Thank I you. discovered your podcast when Aaron was on Harmontown a few weeks ago. Oh. One of the points that was brought up on Harmontown was your basketball team. How are the Leases doing? We've <laughs> won right. one game. We've won one game, and we feel very confident about tonight's game. Very yes. confident. I feel like I don't want to jinx it, even though I don't believe in jinxes. Go ahead. <laughs> the comments that you keep mentioning in the podcast seem very apt by saying your conversations are delightful. The, inter- <laughs> <laughs> the interactions between both of you is great. I also enjoyed both of your guest appearances on Community. The reaction that Wayne gave once the point script was passed across the table was perfect. One of the topics that Aaron mentioned a few weeks ag- a few weeks back was I visiting. Study with Stella Adler. Keep going. <laughs> One of the topics that Aaron Aaron mentioned a few weeks back was visiting the old LA Zoo. Living in living in LA. I hadn't heard of visiting this location and had a great time. Oh, so look, That's so great. we are interacting. You, yeah. are, we are changing people's We're lives. We're sending people places. We're send, <laughs> sending them out. I'm sending them to Costco to get a hot dog. You're sending them to a zoo. Go, <laughs> keep going. It was it was a truly surreal experience. By the way, getting... you get a Coke with that hot dog. One fifty. Keep going. It was a truly surreal experience getting to walk into the animal cages and look out to the look out to the world. Are there any other off the beaten path places that either of you would recommend visiting around LA? I hope to get a chance to tell you your podcast is tell you your podcast <laughs> is great in person if I happen to see either of you. Thank you again for providing a delightful podcast. Regards, Eric. Delightful. Delightful. I always. I hope it's not sarcastic at this point. No. <laughs> like everyone's just saying, your podcast is delightful. Oh yeah, uh, uh, delightful sarcastically sounds very mean. Yeah. Uh, off the beaten path. Places. Is it the beat? Did he write beat and path or beaten path? He wrote beaten path. I think it's beat and path. So we're not going to answer it. All right. We'll find out <laughs> next week. No. Let's. Uh, uh, yes, there are. It probably is like beaten a... path. It probably is beaten path, right? It's yeah, I don't down. know. It would be beat and path, I know, what but, would that but be? the beat. I don't know. It's but crazy. like the like a police. I think beat. I'm wrong. You're right. Eric is that his name? <laughs> Eric. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well. Hmm. There's the if you are into music, 
There's the yeah. Elliot, Greek theater. Elliot Smith wall. Greek theater. Uh-huh. There's the Greek theater. <laughs> there's, um, God, there's so there's so many wonderful things that I'm now that I'm now blanking on. Um, I'll tell you my favorite dish outside of fast food in L.A. Hmm. At Shandara, the one on Cahuenga, they're not related. There's a number of Shandara restaurants. But this, the chicken fried rice as a dish, as a main dish. I know. I got a better suggestion than uh, the dumb thing we just said. Um, <laughs> if you have not been to the Museum of Jurassic Technology in Culver City, which is if you if you uh, if you found the old zoo interesting, the Museum of Jurassic Technology is a is a very interesting, odd place. I think it's free to go in, but they accept donations. Um, I highly recommend going there. It's a great and it's a great place for a date. Can I say something else? This is from my act. I hate to take something from my act, but check out if you're in the Valley of San Fernando, the LA River. It's incredible. It's mind blowing how breathtaking it is. Right? Okay, it's really just a cement ditch. <laughs> but they call it a river, right? They do, but also the LA River is an interesting thing to explore. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I don't even get the joke. I mean, it's because it is like this big cement thing, and you can like walk around in it most times of the year. So it's it's uh, it's an interesting and you can watch thing. the you know the the steamboats go up and down the river, and just you can fish. It's really fun. Oh boy, well, if you're feeling very sarcastic, you can. <laughs> You can go, or I mean, if you want to embrace LA life, the go and check out the. What about the Hollyhock House? Oh, yeah, the Hollyhock House is good. <laughs> it's uh, on. I don't know where that is. It's on Sunset, or it's on Hollywood, near Los okay. Feliz. Okay, I am now. This is part of human interaction. I'm going to read a iTunes review. It's review number forty-one. Although I'm not reading on iTunes, I have an app called Podcasts that I can access iTunes through. Good Ready? Word. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, oh, go ahead, Wayne. I'm see, I'm doing it. <laughs> you told yourself to go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It says, love this podcast is the title of the review. Got it. By the way, love this podcast, nothing capitalized. It's a little bit of a thing with me. Uh, by D.E. Terry. Any guess on what D.E. stands for? Doug... Or Nathy. Doug or Nathy. Nothing close to McGathy. <laughs> Whenever I'm doing it in DE's voice and Doug's voice. Here we go. Whenever a new episode is released, it's the same voice. It's the first it's the first I listened to, Oh, I see. Whenever a new episode is released, it's the first I listen to of my current subscribed podcasts. So it's in his rotation. <laughs> Wayne and Aaron have such a natural and soothing chemistry. That's just not natural chemistry. Even when, and this is in parentheses, and perhaps because they bicker like friends. Do you think that's true? Do you think we bicker? Yes. Hmm. You disagree? Hmm. I think we bicker like Who've friends. known each other a lifetime, which is not true. We've known each other less than a couple, maybe a couple of years tops. Mm. I hope to get many more years of this podcast what do you think, Aaron? You think you're up for that? I mean, we'll see. I, I have a feeling it'll end with uh, uh, with one of us just walking out, <laughs> just and setting it. <laughs> and then he adds, "It really is the best." That is very nice, Doug or Nathy Terry. Is that what you called <laughs> that, that was my guess. Yeah, that Doug or Nathy Terry. Uh, thank you very much. Lastly, really oh. quick uh, tweet to our to our Twitter. Which I refuse to pronounce the way Wayne enjoys pronouncing it. I say it Twitter. <laughs> Jerk. He says Twitter. Um, this is from Desktop Metaphor. Yeah. At Flotillion. Um, Wait, what was it? The name is Desktop Metaphor, and the handle is at Flotillion. I like it. Yeah. Uh, love the last two Neutral Milk Hotel themed episodes. Want to know if Aaron listens to other Elephant Six bands like Olivia Tremor Control. Thank you for the question. This has nothing to do to with me. Great. <laughs> I uh, I have not really listened to Olivia Tremor, Tremor Control, but I love The Apples in Stereo and Of Montreal and Elf Power and Bula. And um, I just saw The Minders open for Neutral Milk Hotel. Jesus. I just... 
I literally just had a hipster aneurysm pop in my head. <laughs> just happened. That um, was too much. <laughs> and I saw I saw uh, of Montreal in college in like a little in a little basement place that it was it was very cool. And I'm going to see Neutral Milk Hotel tomorrow. By the time you listen to this, I will have seen their final show. So we're leaving the interaction. <laughs> Let's get back to our conversation. Uh, conversation. Everybody's Jewish uncle, Wayne Fetterman. <laughs> Can um, I? Uh, by the way, what what was your aha epiphany? My aha epiphany. Which is redundant. <laughs> <laughs> All epiphanies are ahas, right? <laughs> How many um, epiphanies are like, uh, I guess you could have an epiphany. Like, an aha <laughs> moment is Oprah trademarked, right? No. It's not? Can't be. Okay. I mean, I, I again, I say these things with certainty. We'll find out. We'll find out we'll in corrections. Um, so my aha moment is that my aha epiphany realization moment <laughs> is that my wait your aha epiphany sudden re- sudden realization oh yeah is that uh, I I loved that movie Funny Girl as a child and watched it right I've probably seen it. I'm gonna say no shirt of two hundred times. Like I've probably seen and it. You more don't than... know any of the songs. <laughs> I know every song from it. From funny, oh funny girl, funny girl, yeah. Oh, I, I see, know I every see. single song from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, sorry. In fact, I've even tested myself in that, and on road trips, just gone through every single <laughs> song word by word. Um, but I Does not... she, is my man in that. Uh, yes. That's oh, my man, end. I love him so. He'll never know. Let me hear the rest of the lyrics to that. Oh, my life is. Wait, I can do it. Oh, my man, I love him so. Wait, just black background, close up on Barbara. Keep going. He'll never know. Push in. My life is just a spare, but I don't care. Despair? My life is just a spare, oh. as an S-P-A-R-E. Just a spare? Is like my a... life is just a spare, but I don't care. Do when he takes me in his arms, yeah. the world is bright. All right. <laughs> It makes no difference if I say, "Yeah, I'll go away," cause I know I'll be back on my knees someday. Jesus, for whatever my man is, I am his forevermore. Oh my man, I love him so he'll never know. Oh my, and then she sings it again. So she's just crazy in love with somebody. God, no, it's like it's no, she's yes. not because like she doesn't because she doesn't, even if she tries to say goodbye, she's gonna crawl. No, back. but it's not even about him. It's about like her needing somebody else. So like when I my but if aha says mo- my man. No, I know, but and she's not a that, man. She's saying my man, like <sighs> that guy. Well, she's singing it in a performance, but like and she's singing that after he's left her. <laughs> like she's saying that like. She knows he comes into the dressing room. She's waited for him while he's been in prison for gambling, which he didn't need to do. They had a baby. And this is like a true story. And she he comes into her dressing room and she's happy to see him. But he's just like cold and has no more love for her and no more love for himself. And she knows it's over. And then she comes out and she sings this song. And it's like the last scene of the movie. My my aha moment is that, like, I watched that so many times as a kid. Yeah. That. Wait, hold on. Can I give you aha moment music? Uh-huh. It's just going to be a low rumble. <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs> Sounds like a fan <laughs> at a military base. All right, I'm gonna take off the music. <laughs> oh, that's that not bad. music. I, I don't know. I was just trying to give it like a like a what they call a pad underneath it. Could you give me a music bed? Yeah. Well, let me give it a, pa- a bed. Okay. <laughs> now go ahead. Go ahead. Let me hear it. Okay. This is. Let's just take a breath. This is Aaron McGathy's <laughs> aha slash epiphany moment. She from a movie she's seen over 200 times called Funny Girl, produced by Ray Stark. Let's go. I think that that movie made me Uh-oh. idealize that relationship with love. Oh. That that plight as a person where, like, you're a, a talented, Hopelessly. funny girl, <laughs> and then... 
you you fall in love and then you you are supposed to just like lose yourself in that person and like no matter what like you're going to to beg him to come back you're going but no matter what like everything is like about that person and then when he's going through and I'm not talking I'm not talking about um my my husband this is not some like weird coded thing but like I, I have a I've had a a pattern in all my relationships. If you want to know more about this, listen to This Feels Terrible. Right. That's a podcast. Is <laughs> another podcast on this network. Um, but I, uh, yeah, like I've found myself, like I- This I is sh- a very long epiphany. Usually epiphanies <laughs> like, oh. I think, I think that movie made me codependent. Like I think that like I- <laughs> You feel like that movie idealized- what it is to be it, like, in love. It illustrates it, yes. And like, I think I thought, like, oh, this is the way. It's that I mean, strong. I, I mean, maybe it's crazy to think that it's all from that movie, but like, I love that movie so much and like thought about her all the time. And like, the even her like heartbreak and her sadness seemed like a beautiful, amazing thing that maybe, um, that I've definitely like straight up, straight up mimicked uh, many, straight up mimicked. That's Sorry, interesting. So. That yeah. well, I guess I could see that. But and it's I feel something like I'm that, always. It's something I'm always like, struggling with. I always have to check myself to before I. But I wreck just feel myself. like that story of love and wanting to be in love and love story. But it's was, not. Lo- but it's. Not, I know. I'm not saying whether it is, but I just feel like that story is told so many times in books and movies. Right. So maybe it screwed us all up. Much. Also, like I read something recently that said that. That like women, especially because in movies and stuff, female characters and love stories are depicted as is uh, by definition codependent. Like needing, like the, the definition of codependency is um, losing yourself in somebody. Okay, we're straight back up, but co- when you're when you're when you're codependent. You are more invested in other people than you are in yourself, and you get joy from like uh, providing for a, other people. And like at its best, it's very it's like a good thing where you're the person who brings like cakes and every things for people. Right. And then at its worst, you're somebody who does a lot of nice things for people and then gets upset when nice things aren't done for you. Oh, and then yeah, like has anyone ever brought like a cake or a pie to this podcast? No. <laughs> We laugh. That's literally what I did today. Was I brought little pies for everybody? Well, I mean, this now, is like a transition. I brought, I, I brought you something. I are you mad you that I didn't bring you anything? No, I'm not. Okay, I don't want you to be resentful because I'm not. No, I'm not. Well, because I'm returning. No, your no, 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 no. Because I'm not a bad person. But like, I, um, yeah, I don't. That's that's not the way that my codependency shows myself shows itself. My codependency show, shows up in like being overly invested in like my partner's pursuits and stuff and then kind of forgetting about mine and then feeling like resentful for that when it's like my you know but um but i read something recently that said that because like women are are um depicted this way in movies that like it kind of we're kind of like socialized to be a little codependent I think everybody's probably a little codependent anyway how many times can i say the word codependent all right this is a treat that i brought for you this is a cake shaped like a hamburger. Okay. I saw it at a bakery this morning. Yeah. And I purchased it for you because I, I thought that it, it might be the best thing for you and you look terrified of it. Well, I like burgers and I like cake. <laughs> Right, saying I'm thrilled with this, but that's I'm just giving and you my honest. And this is something that kind of grossed me out. So I yeah, maybe I, I'm you just would giving you my honest reaction. Do you want to? I mean, all right. Do you want to take a picture of this? <laughs> <laughs> to, so we can. Do you want me to eat it later? Uh, can okay. you? Can I take a video of you taking a bite of it? Yeah, I guess. Are we? Oh, this looks worse as it's closer. All right, hold on. So we're taking it. This is. <laughs> This is what I call wasted decadence. Is the name of this cake? Oh, oh it's all right. Oh, are we do? Are we on? Okay, so I'm gonna take a bite out of this side. It looks like ketchup, mustard, and that it's lettuce, right? Yeah. Let's do it. Oh, and it looks like a moussey kind of thing on the inside. Oh, I see. Oh, it's... How is that burger cake? Better than I expected. Better than I expected. 
right. Thank you. Thank you. That's very nice of you. Um, <laughs> well, now where's my cake? Right, exactly. Just kidding. Um, well, that was interesting. Now, oh, I remember from another song from Funny Lady. Oh. Clap for Good Time Charlie or Clap Charlie or... Uh, Sounds like you didn't remember the song from the... You don't remember? It was um, Ben Vereen sang it. Um, clap for Good Time Charlie. Something like that. I, it's not Clap for Good Time Charlie. That I know. <laughs> but it's something like Clap Clap for Charlie. Yeah. You don't, that doesn't ring a bell at all. It's so funny. It I, doesn't. Well, not, I also like... I, I've only seen Funny Lady maybe like three times and not and for a long time. doesn't he sing... And doesn't James Caan sing like a famous? I have no oh, idea. Yeah, you're right. You don't know that James Caan's in that movie and plays Billy Rose? No, I haven't. I haven't seen it in such a long time. We should do. We should have a screening of it. Should we? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Because she's because that song "How Lucky Can You Get" is awesome. That's okay. my favorite song in it. And then uh, life's a bed of roses. There, the fun never ends. You can circle the globe. With my circle of friends. Do you think anyone's still listening? No. <laughs> just doing this right and then well. also he sings Me and My Shadow, right? The I don't famous... know. I can't remember. I can Do only you know remember that, that there's like one famous song that she sang. I babysat James Caan's uh, kid once. <laughs> okay. Sorry. No, 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 no. You said you love tangents. I do love tangents. I do love tangents. Um. Yeah. So anyway. Funny girl. So, God, these sports. You said the NHL and the yep. and the and. Now I don't NF. know when this podcast is going to drop, so it might be later on because we're we're banking a couple, right? Can we say that? Can we I, be honest? We can we, we can, be honest or not? We can be honest. We cannot be honest. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can say we can say what's happening, right? Yeah. Well, Aaron, as you know, is going to Europe to I am run going away to from her troubles. <laughs> That is not what I'm doing, but I'm. Yeah, I would love to address it. Just for that. a weekend. Excuse me, a month. I meant. It's for and a month. Then, <laughs> the month of August. Yeah, I will the entire be month in Ireland. Yeah. And uh, so during that time, we're banking a couple four episodes. Correct. Yeah. Yep, right. Four episodes. So anyway, so this is what's going on: the National Hockey League and the National Basketball Association. Are they a- competing? That would be amazing. Yeah, that was like basketball on ice. Yeah, like they <laughs> they they flip a coin and depending, um, yeah. the people the NBA either has to play on an ice rink or yeah, the, whatever the other thing would be <laughs> the the hockey. Well, that would be very un, un, very unfair. Well, sometimes a basketball court is laid on top of an ice rink and the ice is underneath. Really? The, yep. Yep. That's interesting. How does that affect the play? Sometimes there is, it... is condensation. Yeah. Is it uh Cuz they're all played in the same arenas. They all play in those same size arenas, those 17,000 seats. How does that How does seat. that affect the like the playing of basketball? Does it make does it make it easier or harder to run on the the wood? Yeah, or does it not? I don't matter? think it affects. It. I think now they kind of have it down to a science, but mm-hmm. I remember like yeah, because they like the next night's a hockey game, you don't want to melt all the ice and then refreeze wow. it. As human beings, we really, we really do a lot of amazing stuff. Yeah, they, <laughs> I know. We're li- you know what we're limited by? Nothing. Our own imagination. Our own. Im- <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Omar, we're Omar Sharif said that. <laughs> Omar Sharif, who was a uh, oh, hmm. quick back to the bridge thing, real quickly. <laughs> yes. I read an article about retirees mm-hmm. who are in these bridge communities. <laughs> okay, this is going to be sad. Okay. Are you ready for super sad? <laughs> yeah. They're in these bridge communities, and they one of the big problems is that bridge is not that hard or interesting. Extremely hard and very difficult, uh, but that people come down with Alzheimer's. I know come down is not the right like it's a cold, but right. people get affected with Alzheimer's. Yeah, and like one of the first indicators is like how you're bidding in these bridge games, uh, and then they bad. and then they get kicked out of the bridge group. Oh, it's super sad. There's like we don't, and then they're probably like like trying to yes. uh, pretend that they yes. don't have it because it's like oh, oh boy. God, how crazy, yeah. sad, and heartbreaking is that? Uh, I feel like I need to start working on that now. On bridge? I'm not getting Alzheimer's. <laughs> I don't think you. <laughs> what will you do? Give me your top three, like luminosity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, which I've tried, which I can't, I can't, can't get do, into. Yeah. I can't get into. Did you it. buy the? You know, because there's the free, and then you can. I buy. think I try. I think I tried the the free one. I just I can't. 
I can't get into it. I also like I don't like how on the nose it is with like improving your brain score. I guess I'd, right. I'd oh, rather I do other things. Um, I, I also like I recently downloaded like another one that's like supposed to make you happier, and I I was like, wait, interesting. What is this? Happiness? Uh huh. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I don't even know what it is. I just know the brain. <laughs> <That's one. what laughs> I don't We're talking about a program, but it's like happiness. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, know don't even that, know what that is. I don't know what you're talking about. It's just a word I heard once. So I was like, I'd love to have a definition it's, of it's it. Something, it's something dumb, like I happy or whatever. And, yeah. and then I, I, I downloaded I downloaded it just to see, like, what do you mean I can do quizzes to make me happier? And it's like the game that I played <laughs> was, uh, <laughs> was shoot down. There were hot air balloons, right? And you're supposed to shoot down. You're supposed to to touch the hot air balloons with the positive words, and they go up into the sky, oh, and then no. avoid the ones with the negative oh. words. And it's like this is really okay. Uh, that's uh, yeah. So I so I didn't I didn't continue on my path with that app. Along along those lines of lo- apps, mm-hmm. I am tr- I cannot remember where I was. Oh, no. I have Alzheimer's and I can't play bridge. This was the start of it. This was the start of it. Uh, And uh, I saw a guy on his cell phone playing um, Scrabble or or Solitaire or something like that. There's a big difference between those two. I know. One is a game with another person. Well, solitaire isn't going to improve your memory because you're just maybe it would, but like the whole thing with like playing Scrabble or playing doing crosswords is that it engages a part of your brain that's just a. Yeah, the thing is, I don't have one game on my cell phone. Like, not I, one. Yeah, you know, we share this in common. We I do. Don't, I don't have a game that I play ever. Like, I've tried to. I just, oh, like, I don't, I don't get into it. Like, my niece and nephew were like, what games do you have? I'm like, nothing. I have something on Google <laughs> and Wikipedia, and I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have this unquenchable thirst for yeah. knowledge. Oh, you know what? Well, the what? the game. You know, I have this unquestionable thirst for knowledge. I do. <laughs> it was just such a funny thing to say about yourself. I like, do. I, oh, is there <laughs> another thing that everyone else has? Because I won't be. Well, spending, sure. I mean, I'm not going to play solitaire. On I mean, my it phone. weirdly sound. It sounds like weirdly what? like a like a like a like a self development <laughs> brag or something. It's very funny. As far I'm looking, I'm looking. But I at love my, like. Just as a sidebar, I know you're on the phone and we're not supposed to be looking at our phones. Oh, sorry. I was but, just saying uh, if I had any games. But the, uh, like, I remember once I was in, walked into a bookstore and uh-huh. I'm like, I just, one of my favorite. And you're just like, I, one I, of my love, favorite, I love to read. You know and why? <laughs> why? Because you have an unquestionable yeah, 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 yeah. knowledge. You <laughs> dope. <laughs> but I walk in there. That's like, and, so that's like saying the thing about me is that I just want to change the world. No, like, it's not. <laughs> It's the opposite of or, that. Or, or it's like saying, it's like the equivalent of saying, like, <laughs> Let me hear the thing it. about me is that I just have a compassion for mankind. Like, it's like, not at all. Like, well, I mean, who's going to say I don't have, a, who, who is going to say I don't Someone who's I'm on their cell phone playing solitaire. Knowledge. Someone on their cell does not right, have but an unquenchable. But like, words are words, but like, who's going to say, like, if, if they were answering a, if so, if they were like doing like a job interview or or any anything like that, and it said, "Do you have an unquenchable thirst for knowledge? Yes or no?" No one's going to answer no. No I'll one. Admit- no one. Everybody wants to think they have an unquenchable thirst for knowledge, but it's also I don't know whatever. Okay, I will grand, admit that unquenchable brag. is a little bit of a, a hyperbole because I think it's pretty questionable, <laughs> <laughs> as far as I can tell. I mean, you're willing to sit down and talk to me for an hour a week, so I think I think it's. Oh, you feel like I should constantly be trying to learn, but I. Well, no, I just mean like I listen to. Or a podcast, and most of it's like, so Tesla was a. I think he was. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and part of our podcast is that we don't look things up. So, but I guess we look things up later. So, right, because anyway. I don't like that part of. I, it's not I don't like it, but I don't. You know why? I'm we sure don't there. Are, may, I, maybe, but I'm, I'm saying I've walked into a bookstore with a with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Just a book, and like, and they were like, I don't want to learn anything. No, no, no. They're like, what are we doing in here? I'm like, I don't know, maybe spend a half hour and read something. Like, like, no desire. Zero desire. Like, am I buying a book or a magazine? <laughs> then what am I doing in here? Like, right. I don't know. There's the history of all a lot of knowledge here that might be. <laughs> Have you ever been to Powell's books in Of course. Of yeah. course. Of course. Great. Yeah. <laughs> well, my, my, my husband is, doesn't care for. What? Bookstores? Bookstores. But I think it's because like he's so he's so taken by 
technology that like he's right. he's very interested in learning things, but like he likes he likes like reading things on. We're very different in that like he likes reading things like on his iPad and things like that. Yeah, but I, again, I feel like the bookstore of the world's on my iPhone. Right. Which I'm by the way just made a decision. Hmm. In September, when the 6S comes out, I'm upgrading. <laughs> Great. You, that's your conversation killer. I'm going to put it out right now. Your conversation killer is one word. Great. <laughs> because that means I don't want to talk about it. I'll sure. give you approval of it no, it's on just, the most- that When I say that, it's just- The most flippant way possible. Okay. So when you say yeah. you've made a decision, yeah, I mean, what do you mean by that? I mean, I have an iPhone 4S. Right. Pretty old. But you make it sound like you've been wrestling with this decision and like you sat down and we had- I did the... do some research, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. Yeah, I, I did. I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was looking at it and I was like, all right. Have you, have you ever read- um... <laughs> Victor Frankl's and Man's Search for Meaning? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. I hope this just turns into you like bragging about the books you've read. Have you ever read, I think you would love this if you haven't already read it, An Incomplete Education? No. I'm going Tell to me get I'm going to get it for you. I think you'd love it. Or I, I can loan you my copy. I think I want to reread it. It is a book that was recommended to me by, by Craig Kakowski, mm-hmm. improviser, actor. He played a cop on community. Right. Um, but I, I've known him for a long time and for a while he was my improv mentor. Right. By the way, thank you again for the hot dog. I mean the hamburger cake. Oh, you're welcome. I don't know if I said thank you. Oh, it's fine. Because I was making fun of it, but then I realized oh, you did no, actually I mean I got I mean I got I'm, it as a I know I want to get back a... to your buddy and the incomplete education, but how much is a hamburger cake? I'm always curious just like it can was I a guess cool eighty dollars. Can I guess? May <laughs> yes. I guess? Yes. I meant not just can I eighty dollars. Um I'm going to say fifteen dollars, fifteen American dollars. It was only seven ninety nine. Oh, interesting. It does look like it would be. Yeah, it looks like there's a lot of uh, what's the word for it? Craftsmanship or <laughs> <laughs> an unquestionable thirst for knowledge, folks. <laughs> no, I'm saying no. I, I'm super ignorant on so many things. You know that. I mean, maybe that's why it's unquestionable because nothing sticks. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm uh, teasing you. Uh, yeah, no, I would think it was would cost more. But I bought it from a bakery that I go to a lot to buy coffee. And while I'm waiting in line, I always look at their cakes and stuff because I like to bake and I like was there to any rip other, off their things. Any other uh, uh, food items? There wasn't. I've never seen. They've never done that before. And I think maybe it's a family-owned bakery, and I think maybe their um, branch their baker. Well, I think I think like when they they experiment with something sometimes because it's they've never done that before and I think maybe someone was like, "Hey, can I try doing this?" And they did a great job. I think it looks looks really It kind of reminds good. me of there's a show called Cake Boss. I why would a cake remind you of the show Cake Boss? I don't know. It's just the way my mind is just like free forms. <laughs> I don't know. It was the synapses like, firing, yeah, dancing, exactly. running, joining, unquenchable thirst for knowledge. <laughs> The mystery, mystery of the human mind. I mean, <laughs> we've talked about it before. Is it liquid up there? Is there electricity? Uh, but anyway, for some reason, this reminded me of a show called Cake Boss, right? <laughs> for some reason, yes. Yeah, for some reason, I'm not going to argue with it. <laughs> I will. Um, I should. I should bring in. A, I should. I should make you a funny cake. When's your birthday? Coming up. Really? When's your birthday? June twenty second. Whoa, that is coming yeah, up. Yeah, well, we're, it may be in the past, depending on when this. Airs. Right, right, right. When are you? What, what are you going to do? Nothing. What? Yeah, I don't is do that. But, you? I've had a couple of bad birthday celebrations. Are you okay? So, you, are you somebody who? I don't like. I do, one of my least favorite thing is the birthday cake. Mm. <laughs> 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 All right, noted. Why do you the hate birthday, the birthday? Especially, cake? Oh. Do you hate the ritual of blowing out candles, well, or you just a, hate that you would be given? Well, one, treats. I get a lot of attention in life. Like I've dedicated my, I traded in these precious moments on the planet Earth, right, to get attention from like, strangers. Yeah. That's so like, your problem is that it's your friends gathering around to celebrate seems, you. You're like, why aren't you an audience? <laughs> Right. Why aren't you strangers? It would mean so much more to me. Our intern John did a did a birthday show for his birthday. Maybe that's what you should do is do a do a birthday show. Maybe I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I just 
the whole idea of it, and especially the cake, and you see the cake, and especially if they write something on it, like mm-hmm. your name, like, how is it? It's like, what am I, five? How would you put <laughs> my name on a cake? It seems impossible. Like, it would, yeah, as a kid, it's fantastic. No Wait, doubt. Okay, so so you're, you don't like birthday cakes because you were unimpressed by them. Yeah, that... it's stupid waste of money. It's a stupid. I can buy. A what cake. if I made you? A I cake? can make it. I can buy a cake any day of the year. There's nothing special about it. Well, no one. Other no one than is making, forced... but no one's putting you any on. No one's putting any pressure on you to uh, to lose your I'm shit ye- over get, being given I don't a birthday know I'm cake. I don't know. I'm yelling. I apologize. Um, are you nervous about turning fifty six? <laughs> It's uh... Wayne. Why don't you w- w- see what movies are happening that week and just email a bunch of friends and say, "For my birthday, I'm going to go see this movie, and then we'll have drinks at this place next door." Why don't you do that? I can give you ten reasons why that's a bad idea. All right, ten. <laughs> All right, maybe not ten. One. Why is that I, a bad idea? I don't like people. I don't like someone coming out and then having them to buy me a drink or. Buy your drink. Right. I, I don't like any that. of that. I like that. I could throw somebody a party. I've done that, like my own kind of birthday party. And yeah, I, have people... to, I tend to have more fun throwing other people. Yeah, yeah, parties, yeah, yeah. So, like, I know that's not ten. That's just one reason. But I, I it's just the thing. It's well, a, maybe you... I'll change. Maybe I'll change. You know, there's a zero percent chance I'm not going to make you a birthday cake. What if I'm out of town? Um, I will continue to make them <laughs> until you come back. All right. Well, I'm going to make you a birthday cake. You know who that, that is? Like that's on you. Yeah. That's on you. That's, yeah. on, that's not about me asking for a cake. You want to know what I would like for my birthday? You can ask me that. What would you like for your birthday? Well, as always, if you don't can't come up with anything, <laughs> Amazon.com gift certificates. <laughs> I know. You're like, air is coming out of your throat, but it sounds like you're choking up. <laughs> Amazon.com. Birth gift certificate. <laughs> Those are incredible. <laughs> those are very touching I like those a lot obviously I wear Converse tennis shoes low top blacks it sounds like you love birthdays now no I don't like neighbor, neighbor I don't I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I like I go to birthday parties all the time we're gonna do a special oh no Fetterman birthday special Fetterman birthday episode extravaganza okay is what we're going to do well and I, the book I was talking about is an incomplete education. Yes, and you're bringing it next week. I will bring it next week, and it's a it's basically everything that you would learn in school. But it's the best one of those books because there are a lot of books like that. But it's but it's very well done. I remember I read the Dictionary of Cultural Literacy years ago. All right, that's our show. Feral audio. As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.